This is Julie D, and you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network, recorded in the Gary Miller Studio, brought to you by NordoniaHills.News. Today, I am sitting once again, it's been a while. It's been a while, once again. CND Plumbing, Chris Wolerski. Hey Julie, how are you? I'm awesome, how are you? I'm doing good. Been a long time since I've been back in the Gary Miller Studios. Yeah, we have a backlog of questions. Yeah, I know. It's been, uh, they've been piling up on the website. So we're just going to use three of them today. Sounds good. Maybe we'll uh, get to the other ones in future podcasts. All right, no surprises. Make them easy. Okay, well, I'll try not to surprise you. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, no one likes that. No, no one does, especially me. Well, Paul in Westlake asks, mm-hmm. how do I unjam my disposal? Ah, common question. Uh, the best way to do it is when you get a disposal or when somebody puts one in for you, they comes with a Allen key or Allen wrench, and underneath the disposal, which sometimes is kind of hard to get to because you got to climb underneath the cabinet and not necessarily look up under the disposal, but kind of feel in the center there will be an opening where the Allen wrench will fit, and then you put it in there, and you can rotate the disposal in either direction. It doesn't matter. It doesn't only go one way. It can go back and forth, and it's not going to hurt anything. And usually that can work the whatever's jamming it up, you know, free. And then you can spin it around. It should spin pretty pretty easy from underneath. So and you shouldn't put your hand down the disposal? Yeah, that's what I was... I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to avoid doing that as much as you can because... Because someone's going to say, what's the switch for? Right. Yeah. Because... Uh, and I know the temptation is to, you know, just look down in the sink and, you know, push the little rubber guard back and say, oh, you know what, it's a you know a chicken bone or it's you know somebody dropped a quarter in there accidentally or something and but you you know you want to if you have to get something out of there you know you want to keep your hand out of it if you can't maybe use a pair of pliers or something long i don't know magnet whatever might might work to get whatever's out of there because there's sharp things down there right and again just like you said you don't want it to get somehow you know you know how things happen (laughs) you don't want it to get turned on when you get your hand in there so that would be that'd be yeah that'd be that would not be handy. Would not be. <laughs> <laughs> I see we're picking up where we, we are left. We're picking it right up. I yeah. can do this all day. That's right. And um, I have another question. Do you? Linda. Oh, yeah. She called a bunch of times. In Parma. Mm-hmm. You know. I know, And Linda. this is not flamingo related. No. Uh, sometimes. Or pierogi related. Oh, and now it could be. Per- <laughs> there could be some pierogies here. Uh, sometimes her toilet flushes by itself. Uh-huh. What causes that? I'm suspecting a ghost, maybe. Right. That's uh. People say that all the time. There's a ghost in the house Ooh, because the toilet, it is October. It is yeah, close to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the the toilet flushes by itself, and really the toilet doesn't flush by itself. What happens is inside the toilet tank. Well, it, let me back up a minute. The problem is more than likely the flapper inside the toilet or tank ball or flush ball, whatever she might have in there in Parma, but um. It usually water will leak out from underneath the flapper or the tank ball, slowly lowering the level in the tank, and then the ball cock turns back on because it thinks like it's been flushed. The water level gets so low that it turns the ball cock on, and then it starts to fill up. And then that's what people hear the right. the, the toilet filling up, and they think it's been flushed when really it hasn't been. But so the common cause for that is uh, a worn flapper or tank ball. It's a pretty simple fix. A homeowner can do that one. I'll have to reply to linda and tell her and um yeah she'll she'll be like oh good news oh, but thanks, I, yeah. I won't get a visit by chris right um 
So is that something if it's untreated, um, it causes more water being yeah, used? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, um, the EPA tells us that's the uh, one of the biggest causes for um, high water bill or waste of water. I think uh, if it, I think it's something like 200 gallons of water can leak out of that a day if you know it's a bad leak, which is quite a bit. And, right. But, you know that'll add up fast in the water bill. A, a smaller leak you know, won't show up so much on the bill, but something like that, that leaks continuously. If you hear that kicking on every, you know, say 10, 15 minutes, it's a pretty good leak. And you're, you know, you're wasting quite a bit of water, which you're, you know, you're paying for. Well, like something like a, 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 you know, like a drip or something, that's something that people try to get fixed. Right. Because that's like annoying and it's more noticeable. Right. You can see it a lot of times and you can hear it. Especially right. if it's in a kitchen and it's like, say, dripping on a plate or a pot or something like that. And right. And it's Right. Exactly. And so like they, said, they tend to fix that. Right. And like you said, you can also, you can see that. So. And that probably actually uses less water. Absolutely. Than the other Absol- issues. Right. 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 Two okay. down. We're doing good. <clears throat> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So last but not least uh-huh. is Brian from Twinsburg. Good old Brian from Twinsburg. What does he what would Brian like to know? Well, he wants to know what temperature should he keep his water heater at? Uh I you want to keep your water heater at around 120 degrees. You really don't want to go too much higher, although you know, people sometimes say that that's not high enough but or hot enough. But you have to be careful cuz scalding can always be an issue. You know, for example, if you uh Depending on what kind of faucet you have in your shower or tub, you know, again, if someone flushes the toilet, everybody's familiar with the story that, you know, because the cold water kind of gets pulled away from the shower faucet or less pressure comes to the cold comes to the shower faucet because it's being used right now on the toilet to flush. So that leaves you consequently with a lot more hot water, which is where people can get scalded. Right, right. um, So, yeah, you don't want to go any higher than uh, 120. And it's... um, Where is that setting? On the gas valve, on the, uh, well, if you have a gas water heater, it's okay. on the gas valve. And if you have an electric water heater, there's a thermostat. Uh, I think it's under the cover. It's pretty easy to get to. Now, what about, is it different with a tankless water heater? As far as the temperature? Mm-hmm. No, you said, well, you, I think on those, you, um, most of them, you set the temperature digitally. Okay. You know, you arrow up and down. Okay. But, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Or hot, depending. Hot, something. <laughs> right. That's uh Any uh, any other news um, from your travels? No, not too much. Um we were talking the last time about how uh like if you do some sort of construction project, how important it is to have like a construction manager or someone to run yes. the job. I've been and this has been kind of on my mind lately because I've been I've worked on like three jobs lately that have been well, <clears throat> When the homeowner decides to take the role as general contractor, I normally would never accept or or work for people like that because it it just doesn't go right. Because people think that they know how to do this and they think it's relatively easy and it becomes it's it's harder than they think. Right. So you know, and I understand people don't want to hire a general contractor if you have a small project because it's probably not cost effective to do that. But a lot of times in like a remodel situation, most of the time the carpenter can kind of act as the general contractor, basically run the job, hire the subcontractors, kind of watch the budget. And and mainly where I get um, frustrated when the homeowner runs it is they don't have any answers to the questions that I would have or any other trade for that matter. Right. You know, if you're looking for something like one job in particular I've been doing, it's looking for 
layout where things are going to go. I need to, you know, measure off the wall to figure out where our water lines are coming to drain because this was a total redo. We were adding a bath a bathtub where there, or jetted tub where there wasn't one at all, where a closet was. So I needed to know layouts. And when you ask them, they don't know. They're like, know. over there. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what happens. Right. They say, whatever you think, over there someplace. Right. Or, you know, what do you think? And that's kind of what the general contractor will take care of. They're more in a role to, like, walk the homeowner through And there's a lot of parts like, to it, not just the plumbing part. Right. And there's the general a, contractor knows all of the parts. Right. And, you know, they usually have reliable subcontractors that they can you know, work with, for example, like you just said, other uh, contractors, like an electrician, like where, what is it, like the lights, for example, where are they going to lay out in the room? You know, when you ask the homeowner, they might not know. Right. Or they'll say the usual, it doesn't matter, whatever you think, over there someplace, you know, close right. to here. And, you know, that's not, you know, you have to think the job through because that could be a problem later on. Yeah. So like carpentry, like, you know, the electricity, the plumbing, all separate things, but somebody needs to know a lot about all three right right and keep um you know the project on track and that was one of the biggest i've done three jobs where the homeowners were acting as a general contractor and simple kitchen remodel and two bath remodels turned into six month projects and they're still not finished you know a lot of it has to do with decisions that need to be made and the homeowners don't have the answers yet, or they have to research them. You know, they work full-time jobs. Right. So. They're looking it up on Google and right. when they get home. Right. So. Uh, and that's um, not always the best advice. No. Just because it's out there doesn't mean it's correct. Well, sometimes a small job turns into a large job. Right. You know, you open up the wall and, oh, I thought this was here. I thought right. that was there. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially older homes. Right. The one job I was uh, speaking of, the one bathroom remodel where we put a jetted, or I put a jetted tub where there was a closet, you know, it was against my better judgment to do it, and I, you know, made that perfectly clear because the drain was an issue. The distance from where, because there was nothing there before that, you know, there was no plumbing fixture there before. Now suddenly you're putting a bathtub there, and the closest drain, you know, is across the bathroom relatively close to where the toilet is. Well, that's, that's 10 feet away. You know, and you're only going to get so much fall or pitch, you know, in a 2 by 8 or 10 ceiling and then from over 10 foot that, you know. If you're putting a tub in, too, you might have to reinforce the floor. Right. Yeah. And that was a, it was a big, it was a jetted tub. It dropped in a frame. It was a, it was a lot of work. Right. And, um, yeah, the homeowners were, they weren't prepared for for what was, you know, to come. They just didn't, again, they didn't have the experience. It's not what they do. Right. Doesn't make them bad people. They just right. don't and know that job. Yeah, so, I mean, you're trying to help other people not fall in the same trap. Right. You're better served. A lot of times people think, you know, what do I need to pay this person for when I can do it myself? But, again, they don't realize, the, like, the pitfalls that, you know, could be waiting for them. So, obviously, if someone calls you and, and you really need a you really think they need a general contract, you will suggest it to them. Absolutely. And explain the pitfalls. Yeah, I do. And a lot, most of the time, you know, and people kind of don't want to hear it because, again, it's more money going out. But in the long run, you... You want it done right. You want it done right, and you'll save you'll save money. You know, one other project that I was doing, again, without a general contractor, 
the you know and the homeowner was acting as a general contractor we were, again it was layout where's the sink going where's the water heater and there was a few other simple things it was a very simple layout and um you know there's no drawing you know and i need something to go off of right. you know and again you can't just tell me you know wherever you think or that height's good or you know just put it over there someplace because that's all well and fine until it's done and then they say I don't like it here, but you have no recourse because if there's a print or a drawing, right. you can say, I made this to what the drawing says. So you have some protection, some fallback. Right. Well, maybe we can uh, help people from falling in that same trouble. I hope so. That's what we're trying to do here. That's right. So once again, people can always um, contact you with questions or they can send them, you know, via social media. That's right. So what's the best way to contact you? Uh, certainly you could call me. It's 216-703-7007 or cd-plumbing.com. Sounds good. And then there's other ways to connect with you, and those are all on the website as well. Right. Absolutely. With the Internet, what did we do before? I have no idea. We just, like, worked in the in the garden, I guess. Yeah, we did something outside probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wouldn't be where I am without the internet, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you, you could probably give or take it any day. It helps me a lot during the day, I tell you, at work it does. It uh, it helps quite a bit. Well, especially nowadays, I think, with businesses trying to, um, with people trying to find businesses. So Sure. Absolutely. And especially, I do see a lot of people talking on Facebook uh, groups about needing a plumber. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can always chime in and say, hey, here I am. And Right. Isn't that wonderful? That is a, that is a good thing. So Facebook isn't just isn't all bad. No, it's not. <laughs> Any parting words? No. Um, the other thing, back to the general contractor too. Just oh, make sure, yes. um, you know, like anything else, the person has experience. Don't be afraid to ask for references. You know how long they've been doing it, stuff like that. Take a look at their work. If people don't know, I mean, can they call you and say, hey, do you have any general contractors you can recommend? Yeah, I do. I have a couple people that I work with, and again, most of them are um, they're carpenters that. We'll also do construction management. So, yeah, I definitely have a couple people. And, and it probably uh, depends on the job, who you would recommend. Right. But, and it, is, it can be location, too. A couple people that I know, they do pretty high-end work, and, you know, they're looking for bigger additions or models and so forth. But, yeah, there's also other people that I could certainly recommend for a smaller size project. Yeah, I would say location is probably very key. Yeah. Well, you know, and we're heading into the uh, – Pretty soon the holiday season, and they're going to have, you know, people are going to have more friends over. So right, there could be some more problems coming up. More questions, Chris. Yeah, a lot of times the holidays seem to bring out plumbing problems. That's for sure. Well, I look forward to figuring out how we can help people with that in the future. Right, and I think next time we'll have uh, a few more questions from our just huge pile of questions that yeah, are just building up on the we'll, website. We'll get back out there on those questions. I know, we will. We'll, we'll uh, leave people wanting more. Mm -hmm. All right, see you, Chris. All right, Julie, thanks. I'll see you later. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.